Like it doesn't fucking matter how they respond. If you're being truthful, the right people will understand. People that are fucking emotionally wound up might not understand in that moment. They might understand eventually. They might never understand. This is the Josh Moxie journey. It is June 23rd, 2019. My name is Josh Moxie. I'm an aspiring entrepreneur documenting my journey. Ladies and gentlemen, we hit episode fucking 50. That's insane. Like if you go back and look at the first episode, you can see how much has changed and how much of a better communicator I've become. I still have so much to grow. This is literally just the beginning, but I'm just super excited that we I've made it to 50 and we've made it to 50 because I appreciate those who actually watch those like handful of you because there is so low viewership right now. But again, it's about the long term of what this is going to be like in like 50 years. So this is not for today. This is not for the present. This is for the net score, if you will. And what Reflections is, is a weekly series where I get on camera and instead of making Sunday a Sunday fun day or just fucking chilling, I reflect on my week. And after I'm done reflecting on my week, I take the time to get on camera and share insights, lessons, takeaways I got from my week that hopefully can help you and in the process as well document my journey in a given point in history. Almost like timestamp that that week, if you will, and uh, share what's going on in my world and what I'm learning about and how I'm growing and all the all the cool shit we talk about in Reflections. They're long, but they're, I think they're quite value-packed. And they've grown so much over time, so it's very exciting to hit 50. And honestly, this is just the beginning. I'm very intrigued to see what it looks like come like episode 100, 150, 200, 500, 1000. Like, what will that be like? So interesting. That'll be like decades from now, though. Anyways, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What's been on my mind? The idea of work over play. I'm seeing a ton of people just go and hang right now. The patio season fucking selfies with the drinks are just in full swing. There's tons of people going to festivals. Um, I'm seeing cottage pictures, like all this type of shit on social media. That just indicates it's summertime for people. Um, I don't give a fuck about summertime. You know, like it's cool if you want to go do those things and I'm actually happy for you, which I haven't always been. I've always so at, at times like, so for example, last summer, I'd be like super competitive and I'd be like, yo, you're fucking doing that. I'm going to beat you in life. Now I'm just like, okay, whatever. Fucking do you. It's your journey. Have fun. Hope you're happy. That's the ultimate. Like that's what, what I care about most right now. Are you happy doing what you want to be? If you're doing those things and you aren't happy, you're just a fucking idiot, quite frankly. But because you're taking time away from your goals, your dreams, the desires, your vision that ultimately will probably make you more happy. But if you are happy, just go fucking do those things. Have fun. Go to those festivals. Go to those shows. Go to those or have those fucking patio drinks. Chill by the pool. Go on those vacations. Like it's just about are you happy or are you not? Anyways. So, but it's, I'm, for me, what makes me most happy, and this is just about self-awareness, is what makes me most happiest is being in the pursuit of a worthy goal, dream, or desire. That's what fills me up the most. Helping people, being useful. That's what my happiness is. It's not fucking going on a trip um, to go, like, to fucking Mexico or Florida or wherever, or I don't give a fuck about patio drinks or anything like that. I'd rather be, like, working out or doing energy work or working on content, improving my skills, like all these type of things. I just like working a lot more. Anyways, 
That's what's up. I'm also starting to appreciate the fro aspect of things more. I've accepted that it's not like the greatest look of all time and it's not, uh, it's not for everyone, especially because sides are like sl slim sides or no sides on the head are in right now and it's like a nice look and I did like that look on me. However, it's a fucking dangerous game because it can get shorter and shorter and then you just, you're just fucked if your hair is too long, which I learned the hard way. So anyways, my bun will be here in like a year, which I'm very excited about, or actually less at this point, which is cool to think about. But uh, that, so that, and then as well, just accepting whatever, excuse me, is going on with my hair right now. And I'm just learning to appreciate that uh, this, this fro aspect of things, which I wasn't for like a few months there, but now I am. What were my favorite wins? I mean, I'll throw in Reflections 50, like 50 episodes, and I actually haven't missed, I don't think I've missed a single one since I started, I, I rebooted at eight ep episode 8, which was like last September, I think it was, or something like that. Felt like it was closer when I got back from Real Sonic, so something around there, maybe like late, late August type of thing, but anyways, I'm fucking glad that I've kept so persistent with this and how it's grown, how it's grown me, how I've cared less about things, how I'm just embracing perfection even more. The amount of content I've created and like, it's just cool to think about who will watch this long term. Um, yeah, man, there's so many benefits. I'm not gonna get into it all, but you know the fucking drill or you know the deal. Got four new deals signed with Moxie Energetics. Started working on those energetically. It always just feels so fucking right to get this work done, man. Like, oh God. I just love feeling useful. I also just like being a guide for source. Feels so fucking right. Love that shit. Also throw in two times of abs. That's something that's a little bit different this week. I have really sucked at doing double abs, if you will, like doing more than one day. Many times it's just one day, but right now I'm like, fuck, I want better abs. So it's time to do two days again. I'm doing it on Tuesday and Thursday right now, giving myself more chill on Saturday and Sunday with a little bit of cardio. But, uh, and as well, after doing abs, I do like a little bit of a bike ride with a podcast. Oh my God, that feels so fucking nice. Good Lord. And also in, in abs, I switched from rest pause to the normal type of thing, um, which is like uh, a minute rest in between reps of like 10 to 20 type of thing. So anyways, glad I did that. Feels right so far had a huge session that took place from actually the founder of Source Energy Medicine. So it's fucking gangster to get a session from the OG himself, Stephen Pollitt. Um, so I appreciate the hell out of that. Like that was just, oh God. It was like, an, it was such an incredible session. So anyways, went super fucking deep. It was on Mox Energetics and some challenges with finances and stuff like that. And holy fuck. Like it was, I felt like I was legit on drugs. It was absolutely incredible. Super fucking grateful for that. So thank you so much, Steven. And thank you, Source. And just thank you for Source Energy Medicine. Fuck. I feel so fucking fortunate. And I'm so grateful to have Steven in my life as well. Oh, yeah, just grateful. What worked? Trying out cold brew. Damn, this was delicious. I tried this this morning. Like I did it yesterday, tried it this morning. It's so fucking smooth. It's so fucking nice. It does feel like a little bit cracked out for like how little of coffee it is. Um, in terms of like the strength of the coffee, I was like, okay, this is surprising. Um, 
But anyways, I'm, I'm liking it. It's also going to be a great addition to morning coffee. Instead of just like heating up coffee and then placing it on my desk, I can actually just go downstairs, quickly pour a cup or just pour it the night before and then drink it when I wake up to help me wake up faster. Which is, by the way, something I've been struggling a lot with this week. We'll get into this. Giving actionable and practical steps, like in my podcast I recorded on confrontation and transparency and truth and all that jazz. But it was just like, I felt, I felt like I did a good job of giving like a shit ton of, like a, a nice list of things to do. I can talk super theoretical sometimes about my experience, my whatever is going on. But like, it was just nice to give some more like how-to type of stuff. That always feels really good. Over-delivering. Like, I do struggle with this at times. My brain is kind of like, yo, you shouldn't do this. You should like, it, it's like the scarcity part of my brain is like, yo, they're not paying for this, da, 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 don't do this. And it's literally the poor side of my brain as well. Because um, when you over, like companies who succeed and entrepreneurs who succeed, they're all over delivering at ridiculous amounts of like, at just ridiculous levels. So anyways, feels really good to over deliver, working on a business deal, but also working on that person and their family. And it just feels really fucking nice. Especially, yeah, like not even especially working on all three of them. It's just, it feels great. So I'm glad that I'm, I'm just like, I'm taking the time to do more than is expected. And, uh, it just feels fucking nice. It just feels nice. Asking myself if what I'm about to do is going to serve my purpose or not. If it's not, don't do it. If it is, do it. Simple as that. It could be as simple as like me opening social media. And then as it's loading, I'm like, is this serving my purpose? Hmm. No. Okay. Swipe up, close that motherfucker, then get back to fucking work. This is applied in a million different ways, but you know the fucking drill. Try that shit out for yourself. What didn't work and how can I improve it? All right, let's talk about being behind for a second. So in terms of my sleep schedule, this is like, I'm going to cover like five points in one, one go right here. Um, so the big challenge is like, I've not maximized my opportunities to adjust my sleep schedule properly and to pull it back to go to bed like 9 30 10 type of thing wake up at like 5 a.m that is my goal okay something like that and uh with that i've struggled to i i should have probably just channeled where i was at um in terms of like yo i'm going to feel a certain way if i don't go to bed right now and uh i also probably should have done my power list a little bit earlier and been been more conscious of what the fuck was going on. Instead, I ended up just sabotaging myself. My sleep schedule is like not awful right now, but it's not great either. So that means uh, I'm almost like in a habit of going to bed late. So my brain is like, "Yo, you should uh, you should go to bed late and not not go to bed when you're la- laying your head on the pillow." Which for me, example, last night went to bed at 11 p.m. Granted, I was still in an adrenaline mode because I was trying to fucking conquer my power lesson time, but I had an 11 p.m. It was, it was crazy. Anyways, I got it done, but it was like in the nick of time. God, it was, it was close. And I didn't want to lose for a third time. And I'll talk about this later in this episode. But, uh, with the, with going to bed, it took me to like 2 a.m. or whatever to fall asleep. Maybe like something, something around there anyways. And then I didn't wake up until like 10 a.m. Cause I wanted a proper sleep and I hate waking up early if I'm not fully slept. So it's this bad fucking cycle. But uh, the pro- and a, a huge problem with that as well, by the way, is, uh, well, first off, it might be just ideal to just take a day and just wake up early 
And then I've, that's what worked before when I got myself into a good pattern, which is waking up early and saying, fuck it and just keep going with it. Um, the challenge is I actually stay in my fucking bed and that is definitely something that's not working. Cause I like, I'm like meditating. I'm doing a process of talking to myself for like 10 minutes. Um, visualization journal. Did I even do my journal today? I don't think I did. Not sure. Anyways, I'll probably have to check that after. <laughs> Sometimes I accidentally just miss it, which does happen here and there. Maybe like two times, maybe once a month type of thing. Anyways, um, which is rare that I catch it like that. Usually it happens when I check and I'm like, shit, I fucking missed it. So getting back to what I was saying though, staying in my bed is not working. Leaving my bed would be really ideal, whether I'm going downstairs, going for a, uh, doing some sort of fitness thing that always wakes me up. Cold brew coffee, that'll be super useful going forward. Get that shit in my fucking body so I cannot go back to sleep. If I drink enough, I'll just be super fucking cracked out and I just cannot go back to bed. Um, where was I going with this? So yeah, just do these types of things because what's also not working is I'm missing my morning calendar. I am because I'm waking up so late because I want that proper amount of sleep. So it's just like, it's just a lot of things coming that are, that are all revolving around going to bed late, waking up late that are all fucking me over right now. So it's no fun. And I, and I have to like awkwardly reorder everything in my, in my schedule right now. It's just pretty fucking silly. So basically what the actionable here is be okay with being underslept for a little bit, leave the fucking bed, drink some coffee, do some fitness shit. Uh, just be smart about things. Don't stay in your fucking bed. Um, and just be okay with being a little bit underslept temporarily and then return to form and make sure powerless is done fast and that you're actually ready to go to sleep when you need to go to sleep or else you'll just end up in the exact same pattern, which is what I have done. Use naps as well. Naps are super fucking helpful for getting the sleep schedule back on track if I'm super underslept. Just uh, be okay with eating shit temporarily is basically <laughs> the idea here. Being super aimless in thought or, or, or and or thinking about a ton of dumb shit. Like the amount of, t so for example, last night when I was just sitting there or in the mornings, this happened as well, or just like even actually throughout the day sometimes, um, I catch myself just thinking about the stupidest fucking shit. I'm like, why am I putting any attention on this, any time on this? This is not serving me or my mission. I'm like focused on other people or I'm focused on some stupid fucking reality or narrative I've created in my mind that doesn't actually exist. Uh, I can also be focused on trying to relive past things and solve them and analyze them. And it's like, it's just fucking hell. So why am I doing this to myself? And why am I placing that type of energy that I can be placed on something more purposeful, like crafting my vision in my brain, visualizing my vision in my brain, um, feeling certain feelings I want to feel. There's so much more productive things I can be doing with this thought and this energy um, that I'm just throwing directly in the trash by being so fucking aimless with it. So the actionables here are number one, keep my vision more top of mind. So that's good. Then the number two to also help me keep my vision more top of mind, continuously clarify this motherfucker. Because when I'm constantly rewriting things and adding things to it, it's just becoming more real, more vivid, and I'm able to like constantly keep myself in that type of place. And it's just doing a good job of keeping me motivated because the vision is the best way to motivate oneself, period. So that's super helpful if I want to do that. Um, also keeping, like allowing myself to just visualize instead of 
being lazy about things, um, playing games with myself instead of playing stupid games, like productive games. Like, what can I learn in this moment? What can I solve? That's not necessarily the best that I'm sleeping, but it, what can I, what problems can I solve? What can I do in my mind to keep myself productive? There, I'm, <laughs> these might be some bad things, but anyways, like in terms of, it's not always the best to be always productive. But anyways, all to, oof, Jesus Christ, that actually kind of hurt. <laughs> um, yeah, and also as for sleep, it can be ideal for me to listen to things like Your Wish is Your Command or Power of Now, like these foundational type of audio courses that can keep my brain in a much more um, learning state, a chill state, a zen state, and also like a powerful state and keep me focused on, again, kind of like being productive at that time. So interesting potentials here. We'll see what I end up doing. Letting urgency dip too low. This is... Um, yeah, this is not great. I'm not, and actually kind of related to this last point, I'm not doing a great job of looking at my dream board, not doing a good job of looking at my whys, not even thinking about my goals or my metrics that I need to, I'm not even tracking metrics right now for my scoreboard. What the fuck? Fuck, man. So much shit I'm not doing right now that I probably should do. So yeah, in addition to what I just said right there, kind of like do those things. Uh, it would also be helpful if I followed my schedule better, which again comes from sleep and fixing that aspect of things. Uh, improved timelines as well. I wanna do a better job of setting timelines that are realistic and also something that I can, that just like motivates me at the same time. It's like that balance of like, let's do it fast, but like, let's make sure we fucking hit the timeline. So anyways, that and especially doing that for Mox Energetics because I haven't done a good job at all of hitting any timelines for Mox Energetics. Number one, because I haven't set them. So gotta do that. My conversation with myself quickly becoming a freight train of thoughts that just turns into not the best use of my time, 10 minutes. And it's not that it's not the best, like it's actually a great use of time. I'm just not using it correctly. It becomes this crazy fucking thing. And that's also because I'm doing it half asleep. And I can, that can happen when I just wake up and like my brain is all like dreamed out, if you will. Um, so that's, that's worthy of note. But also, there's this like thing of it ends up always going surface right now for some reason, like the, the things I'm discussing with myself as I'm having this conversation with myself, it can many times end up in really silly areas. Maybe I do have to go through that or maybe it is a self-sabotage thing in that I, I noticed that it might be my ego trying to tell me that I'm not ready to learn these big truths about myself. I'm not ready to take this opportunity that's right in front of me to learn all of these things about myself. Um, and then maybe there's like a fear of success, fear of knowledge, fear of the truth. I don't know exactly what's there, but there's definitely some energetic work that I would like to do on that and continue to analyze and uh, be aware of what's going on on a conscious level and just like allow myself to ask deeper questions because it's like I'm scared of asking like, yo, what's my purpose? And it's almost like kind of like a blank answer right now when I ask something like that. And it's almost like a resistance to receiving that type of answer. So interesting awareness on that. Overeating on calories. So I performed a cut that lasted like 40 days or whatever. It went well, lost 10 pounds. I think I've gained five of those back right now. Um, partially, I'm not exactly sure if it's fat or if it's just like, regaining mu muscle that I potentially might have lost. 
Um, it might be have been water weight that I'm also, I don't know. There's, I'm not exactly sure. I do know I have, I've been a little bit higher on my calories, but like yesterday was, so every day this week I was a little bit higher. Yesterday was ridiculous. I ended up being plus 1700 or plus 1800 or whatever the fuck that was. So anyways, I noticed I have a fear of gaining the fat back, which in turns is means to the universe, like that fear is like tell, telling the universe, give me that fat back. Like I want that fat back to everything, which is not what I want, but cause I want to maintain that lower body fat, but, uh, my discipline is lacking in that department right now. It's so silly. Anyways, I've got to just do a better job of imagining my abs and my veins for real Sonic. This is literally where I'm going with this and be more disciplined about my eating schedule. And, uh, also not caring about trying to eat things before they go bad. Like that has also fucked me over in this regard. So just being more fucking thoughtful and just allowing myself to not eat so many fucking cookies and chocolate and shit like that. I love the cheap foods right now. Wow. It's also really challenging because it might be my body telling me, yo, we need more calories right now because we're bulking again or lean bulking rather. So it's like, is it that or is it me just sabotaging myself because I don't see myself as a person that weighs 160? What, is, what exactly is it? I'm at 165 by right now, by the way. Caring too much about not trying to make people feel uncomfortable and instead putting myself second in that regard. So something as simple as I was imagining, I was listening to a podcast, they were talking about a specific type of job. And I was like, what would I do in that situation, in that role? And I actually noticed myself, I'd be like, oh, fuck. I don't want to do this because I feel like I'd be annoying that person or making that person uncomfortable by XYZ follow-up. I'm like, damn, that's just like, that's a for sure pattern right there of me not putting myself first and trying to not make other people uncomfortable. I noticed this in conversation as well. I try to not say certain things at times because I don't want to make that person feel uncomfortable in that discussion. It's stupid as fuck. I'm not doing a good job of being a complete transparent authentic person by doing that. This will come up later in this episode, but yeah, I've just got to fucking make sure I'm giving people truth because that's not doing them a, ser- a good service and it's not doing me a good service either. So just like if I'm, it's in a business sense, for example, um, persistence is admired if done in a respectful way. If it's not, and if it's like spammy and shit like that, that's not so much, but you can do it in a very thoughtful way where the other person will respect you and they won't be uncomfortable or irritated by it. And I do really, I, I fear that I'm annoying the other person by following up or certain things like that. So anyways, things like that are super ideal. This is just like a pattern I'll have to confront energetically as well as doing conscious work. It's not nothing too crazy with the action steps there, but it's just a, a good awareness of myself especially because this is something that will absolutely hold my success back if I don't figure it out. Like I have to put myself first. I can't just be like focused on how other people are feeling all the time. I have to put my feeling first, period. Accidentally losing twice in the power list. That was fucking silly. I just wasn't checking my power list throughout the day. And then I realized, oh shit, it's like 11 p.m. I was supposed to go to bed by this time. And then I lost. So check-ins, being more cautious with those. Uh, when I'm hitting a check-in, ask myself, have I finished my power list yet? If I have, great. But if I haven't, check in again, see what's remaining, that type of stuff. As well, just, just be more conscious of it and and uh, do it faster. For sure, do it faster. 
what were my biggest lessons? See other human beings as yourself. So this is a little bit out there, but the way I believe about the world is that we are all just source energy at our core. We are all just made up of source and that you're made up of source, I'm made up of source. So if we're both made up of the same thing, though we are different on a physical level, we are the same at our deepest of course, at our highest of levels. And that is such an amazing way of being more empathetic, being more compassionate, being more caring and loving, because even if that physical being is triggering you, um, you can remind yourself that actually, even though we are different on a physical level right now, we are the same. And uh, we are almost like brother and sister, if you will. But like, it goes further than that. It's like, it's such a, it goes way, way beyond what my words are saying right now in that we are like, though we are physical, we're the same ones because we are source at our cores. We're all made up of source. We are made up of source energy. And it's like, we are all that. This is so out there right now. But anyways, I thought that was incredible for just like being more compassionate and reminding myself that like, yo, this person is a manifestation of source just like I am. I don't need to do source energy medicine sessions on myself every single day. This was like, for the longest time, I'm like, yo, I have to, I have to, I have to every single day. And I felt like shit if I didn't. And now hearing Stephen talk about Stephen Pollitt, founder of Source Energy Medicine, hearing him say that he doesn't do it every day and that he does it when he needs to once in a while, but like he's just vibrating at such high levels. He's spending so much of his time surrendering to source and all that type of stuff. And as well, drinking Source Energy Medicine water that he's just fucking He's Gucci. He doesn't need to have these sessions every single day. And that was so relieving to me to hear that because I did have a lot of pressure of like, I have to do this. But now I'm like, yo. And he also said a really important thing, which is like, you don't need source energy medicine. Um, you don't need non source source energy medicine. We all have what it takes to transcend to the highest of levels within inside of us. And it's just about surrendering to that. But most people can't do that. So that's why source energy medicine is a great tool because it is hard as fuck to transcend to the highest of levels. For the sake of your relationship long term, have those tough conversations. And I'm talking about friendships, marriages, um, people you're dating, uh, your family, like any of these conversations that you need to have, have them. I was uh, doing a not so good job of letting, stopping myself from saying certain things because I'd let certain people almost like train me into a way of like, yo, don't fucking say this or I'm going to do this type of thing. Like, it's so stupid if I do fall into that type of trap because it's like, it's not doing me a good service or I'm also doing them a disservice by holding back my truth. Even if they do explode, I can't control that. That's up to them. But, and they might disagree as well. And that's completely fine. And you should make the, the win reaching out and saying that thing, not the way they respond. That's outside of your control. So I've been letting this idea of I not, not wanting people to blow up or disagree or all that type of shit stop me. And then I would hold back my truth. I'd let it fucking muster and just like sit there and ruminate. And it's just very fucking bad when that happens. If I don't, fix it on my end because it quickly turns into me wanting to explode on them and building resentment and just being fucking pissed and it will ultimately kill the relationship long term thankfully i did have some good discussion or i specifically had one really good confrontational discussion this week and i sorted out a bunch of type of things that are on my mind 
So did the other person. Felt fucking good. Glad we fucking did it. And, uh, yeah, it was just, it was super, super fucking helpful to both of us to get a lot of that stuff out there. It's just so fucking important to be direct and transparent, whether you think that's going to hurt the person or make that person uncomfortable or what, like you need to do that for the sake of both of you because they required your truth. If you respect them, like it doesn't fucking matter how they respond. If you're being truthful, the right people will understand People that are fucking emotionally wound up might not understand in that moment. They might understand eventually. They might never understand. But that's also a great way of filtering out the right people. Do you really want people who aren't going to be able to handle direct truth? Or do you, like, you just, yeah, for me at least, I don't fucking want people who are too fucking soft to hear the truth. I like when people can handle the truth or if they don't handle the truth with, like, immediately, they'll quickly come back, like, and be like, yo. I understand now. I can see where you're coming from. I don't necessarily... You don't, they don't have to, even have to agree. I just don't want more people fucking blowing up all the fucking time and uh, and not being able to handle it. Anyways, lots of random lessons in there, but yeah. And also two things that worked really well. Number one, worst case scenario, writing down like the worst thing that could happen in that type of discussion. And then two, becoming detached. Those things have really helped this week, especially the detachment part. Fuck. I just don't care about losing people right now. It's really fucking nice. Um, I'm just in this type of state where I just, I don't know, I don't care too much about a lot of things right now. I'm sure this will waver and go up and down as time goes on because it's life. But the reality is I'm just okay. I was okay with losing this person if they were to run away and be really hurt and stuff like that. So, But anyways, I'm glad that they took everything relatively well. And, uh, they didn't necessarily agree with everything and that's completely fine. They don't need to. I was just, it felt so fucking right to get the truth off my back and just, it's just the right move to be direct and transparent, regardless of if you hurt people's fucking feelings. They can be sensitive. It's up to them. That is their choice. What challenges did I experience? I noticed myself as I was getting closer to catching up with content, I would just find ways of just like not doing it and just not prioritizing it, not not making it happen, not closing the gap fully. And that is a self-sabotage behavior. So I found that a great way to counteract this is actually using the power list. Now the power list is usually, it's five critical tasks that aren't habits that are like, that aren't easy for you. But it's, so I, I like had resistance around putting something like this back on the power list after it's been a habit for a while. But the, the reality is the new habit that I want to create is following fucking through until I have hit and gone past actually the finish line and just like keep fucking going and, and fully and make sure the gas or the, my foot is on the gas pedal and I'm just fucking revving down because with zero slowing down because I have this tendency to just slow down when I get close. It's my ego trying to just self-sabotage um, me getting closer to success. I noticed it with Mox Energetics as well. Like I just have to make sure I'm putting things down on my power list to help me get through this hump of like that final little bit and uh, make sure I'm, I'm almost caught up with content, but fuck, my ego would love to do everything to make me not caught up with content, I swear to God. So the pattern there, the awareness was that when I get close to success, it's my ego trying to like slow me down, stopping me from maximizing that opportunity fully, just getting me basically not to experience that end result and just throwing throwing up as many random bullshit obstacles as possible, which again, I can get through. It's just like, come the fuck on ego, come the fuck on. 
I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts and in that they had a guest and she was, she was good and smart and she was talking about psychology and subconscious a little bit and like patterns and awareness and stuff like that. But I'm like, like the, the host was just like enamored and just like, wow, it was like the, the craziest thing. And this chick was like a God. And I'm like, holy fuck, this chick is smart, but damn, she's covering some basic shit right now. And it was challenging for me because I'm like, okay, number one, they talked about the idea of this like revolution that will come soon, which is people being like almost like waking up, if you will, and being more conscious and stuff like that. And I'm also thinking about like spirituality and how that's going to probably explode soon. And it's, it, my challenge lies in, first of all, I, I'm, I think I have so much more to offer than this chick. And I was like, damn, first of all, I was like, if she can do it, I can do it. So that's, that is a good thing. But I'm honestly fucking nervous that I, and I have a ton of fear on the fact that am I ready to be this, this figure, this person in the spirituality realm, if you will, the energy work realm that like, am I ready to take on this role? Because I'm so fucking young and I'm like, fuck is I'm just so scared that this wave is going to pass me by and I'm not going to maximize it properly based on my age. This could be, that's not, this could be, this is absolutely a limiting belief. I'm just fucking nervous about it. What else did I write down here? I write down, I wrote down, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm able to be an authority because I'm so fucking young. Um, I'm not sure if I'm prepared enough to handle this all. I'm just terrified that this wave is going to miss me because I'm not uh, a certified author. I hate the idea of being an authority in the ages of 20, but like, fuck, I do have some good shit to share. I will say that. And I'm not perfect in so many different roles. I'm not perfect in any way, but I am a fucking flawed human being, but I do feel like I have a lot to offer. And it's just about making sure that I'm prepared enough to offer that in time for this wave and being prepared enough. And this, honestly, this year is actually just about preparation for me, I feel. And yeah, just th- this is for me the year of pre- preparation. Last year was imperfection. This year is preparation of binding. So we'll see how that all goes. But anyways, I want to fucking rock this wave, period. Not sure what exactly I'm supposed to be doing in copy. So I find that I want to share what is going on, why it's going on, and like and then a catchy headline, if you will. So some an example from Reflections a couple of days ago, there was... The, the what I ended up using is why I teared up for a Lenium set, but like I also kind of wanted to say like so that was a more like catchy thing like why is this dude crying to everything so that that attracts some interest, but at the same time, I almost put down what actually was mentioned there, which was uh, why I why I let myself be proud of my accomplishments temporarily and that type of thing, and, it, and then it it could have also been something like allowing myself to be, allowing myself to feel a certain way or giving myself permission. Like there's so many different things is what I'm trying to say. I don't know exactly what to use in copy. I'm such a fucking rookie in this aspect, but I'm getting better, putting in reps, getting, getting better as time goes on. So, but there's still definitely tons of confusion on what exactly to do. What do I, so for ever after, do I put down ever after 2019 or do I put down my first sober rave? Like probably the latter there, and I think that's I did both actually, um, in the reflections headline, but it's just like not exactly sure on so many different things. Where did I grow the most? B 
being transparent even if it hurts people's feelings. I just don't give a fuck right now. Like I obviously don't want to hurt people's feelings, but what I care about more is making sure I'm telling the truth and being real with people, being authentic because that's doing both of us a huge fucking service because being like, and actually I get a little bit ruthless at times as well. And I'm just not interested in sugarcoating things. And uh, I'm much more intrigued by the idea of getting things on my chest. Now, granted, am I like this everywhere right now? Absolutely not. But I felt a big push this week after that specific conversation I had where I just like fucking just did not give a fuck after that. It was just so fucking nice to just be real and try not to sugarcoat a single thing. Good Lord. And also just saying uncomfortable things as well, but that were super true. Um, that's also my big challenge because I just don't want to make the other person feel uncomfortable. Um, I also don't, I also don't want to feel incredibly uncomfortable as well, but I do actually enjoy being uncomfortable. It's a nice feeling. However, I just, whatever I say, I just don't want to hurt this person's feelings or make them feel uncomfortable by being in my presence. And, uh, yeah, feel like I grew a lot in that aspect. Huge fucking session from Stephen Pollitt on uh, on Mox Energetics and myself and mom got one as well. And it was just like, wow, so much. There was such a buzz. It was just, it felt incredible. I'm so fucking grateful. Thank you, Stephen, for that. It just, yeah. I, there's going to be so much. That was just like a couple days ago, two days ago, something like that. And I'm excited to see what transpires from that session. We'll see how that goes. What am I obsessed with right now? Chocolate chip Kirkland cookies. Holy fucking shit. These are actually insanely... Oh my god. I can't. There's so many calories in them. Like, for one is like 220 or whatever. So it was tough. I actually, last week, I think I just went to town accidentally. And I ate like fucking eight in one sitting. Because I just couldn't stop. It was so bad. But these things are literally to die for. The chocolate chip cookie one. And then the double chocolate's also incredible. Um, macadamia okay but it's just like that whatever even if you took out like the chocolate aspect of things that cookie is ridiculous this could be like the best cookie i've ever fucking had i wish i could eat them for the rest of eternity that would probably be not good for my health so i'm not gonna do that um reflections 50 thank you so much for watching and listening that i think that came out longer than expected but i feel like i covered some good shit in there that you can apply to your own life and i hope you do don't just listen uh, listen and apply use my experience as your own and hope you test out things hope you experiment with things and i hope you use trial and error to get some success from things i potentially shared today if you like this type of content please do me a favor subscribe you can subscribe through itunes uh, at the podcast the josh moxie journey you can go to my facebook which is josh moxie slash josh moxie and like my page you'll get that content there or you can go through youtube where you can find me at Josh Moxie and uh, subscribe there as well. And uh, if you liked this episode enough, please do me a favor, like, comment, share with a friend, and again, subscribe if you thought it was worth it. I still can't believe we've hit 50 episodes. It's crazy. It doesn't, I fully haven't fully wrapped my head around the fact that it's 50. I'm sure that'll sink in soon, but, oh, and I also think I'll be a little bit more excited for whenever the full year is, whatever that is, it's like, it'll probably be like six, no, that actually should be 60 on the nose or 59. Anyways, thank you so much for watching and listening. As always, my name is Josh Moxie and I will catch you later. I just gun fingers. <laughs> this is not dubstep. <laughs>